0: Hey, if you love the Rewatchables podcast, you can listen to every episode from the last three years only on Spotify. That's where the entire catalog is. If you want to listen to new episodes from the last 60 days, they're available anywhere. But if you want the entire catalog, it is only available on Spotify. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? little double header, little NBA double header, right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West coast time. That's usually about five o'clock, five thirty. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at McLobe slash courtside LDA 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the ringer podcast network and the ringer.com where we have been covering all the twists and turns with the election you can listen to the Bakari Sellers podcast, Higher Learning, and the Press Box. They have uh, been all over this the past week. We're going to talk about the election at the tail end of this podcast. We have new rewatchables coming Monday night. I'm not on it, but it's a great movie. And two podcast promotions for you to think about. One is the Masters is coming. So I really want you to listen to Fairway Rolling this week with Joe House, who's going to be on in a second, and Nathan Hubbard, because... Not only are they going to tell you what's going to happen in the Masters, they're also going to give you some good gambling bets using the old uh, Fanduat. So check that out. And then the Book of Basketball podcast is coming back Wednesday night. Yeah. We, um, I think I'm going to do a 12-episode season, and it's going to all be players. 12 podcasts about 12 pyramid guys from my Hall of Fame basketball pyramid, which I keep tinkering with. So the first one is on Wednesday night. It is a very, very famous basketball player. I am excited about it. It came out great. I think you're going to enjoy it. So stay tuned. If you're not, stay tuned for Wednesday night. And if you're not subscribed to the Book of Basketball podcast, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, coming up, Cousin Sal, Joe House, breaking down a bizarre weekend of football. The first,
1: Pearl Jam.
0: All right, Cousin Sal is here. Joe House joining us for the first half of the podcast. The reason is because I drove back from Arizona today. And had to patch together the entire football day, which I did. I feel actually much better about it than I thought I would. Um, red zone on my iPhone. They uh ate, my daughter had a game. It was like right second half of the first game. So I didn't I wasn't watching unless she wasn't playing or it was halftime, going back on, checking out, and then got to hear everything in the in the late games, which were fantastic, and uh, and then the Sunday night game, which is a disaster. I want to start. With Tua versus Kyler Murray, because I listened to this on the radio and it was the Arizona announcers. I don't know
1: one guy talks like this. I don't know if you've ever heard him. <laughs> Who's uh, that?
0: But hey, I don't know whoever the color guy was. <laughs> but uh, but it it really sounded
1: like Tua looked like the guy. Sal, what'd you think? It was back and forth. And like you said, those late afternoon games, all three of them were great. Las Vegas Chargers, Cowboys Steelers, unfortunately. I really would have rather not pay attention to that. I wanted to focus on Tua <laughs> and Kyler Murray, but I had to split my time. But every time I looked up and every time I saw those guys had the ball, either of them um, great things happen. It's so much better watching guys who could take off these young quarterbacks, right? I mean, even in a you know, we see Brady, I don't want to jump around too much, but Brady breeze to a lesser extent, uh, Roethlisberger, just kind of statues out there when you put pressure on them. It's like the drive is over if you put pressure on them, but a guy like Kyler just was, uh, was great. And, um, you know, Tua was what he, he ran for 35 yards. He had 248 in the air, two touchdowns, 20 for 28. You couldn't ask for more out of him, and a big uh, big win on the road. House, we have Miami at
0: six to one to win the AFCs, which took a hit with Buffalo beating Seattle, which we'll talk about later. But uh the thing we were worried about was is Tua for real. He did not look good last week. And this week looked like the guy we're talking about. So what'd you think? Yeah, this is the version of Tua. It's like the best-case scenario,
2: and it's the version of Tua that I think we saw like in the very first moments that he walked on the field at Alabama. He mm. has this poise, this instinct, This uh, he's, he's, he's not cowed by the moment, and it was a little bit concerning last week. Now, last week was such a weird game against the Rams that right. the other phases of, of what Miami brought to the table really made it so that Tua didn't have to... Uh, Do too much and they didn't really ask him to do very much. They asked him to do a lot this game. I mean, it really did come down to his decision making, which was outstanding, his accuracy, which was excellent, his legs, which were great. And it was a super exciting matchup.
1: Him, Him and Kyler. I mean, give us 10 more years of that. Can I just say, you know, he's got all those things. He's got poise. He's got great, uh, you know, he's got insight. He's got good field awareness, all those things. You know what else he has? He has motivation because there are some people who still think Ryan Fitzpatrick should be the quarterback of that team. mm. That's one. Number two, his brother is outstanding at Maryland. I know you guys probably haven't seen him play yet. They killed Penn State. They're like a 30-point underdog, and they beat him. So he's got a lot of these factors going for him, and he's rising to the occasion.
0: Well, and then he had a whole week of Burrow and Herbert. What about right. Tua? Are they showcasing him? Right. All this stuff. Sal, so I didn't, I'm not a huge college football guy, although I have a habit of always stumbling into the most important game. Like last night, Clemson Notre Dame, I somehow saw the fourth quarter and the overtimes. But Tua, until he got hurt, people thought he was like the all time sure thing, right? Were you in that camp?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a clear number one over Lawrence. No question before he got hurt. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so this Miami thing, and they're still a game back from Buffalo, but they have uh, they play them week seventeen, mm-hmm. and I think what surprised me about the game today was that their defense didn't actually do that well because Kyler Murray was kind of carving them up, but they got the big stop when they needed it. I to me, Kyler got lost in this game. He's been getting better. I, I have him in fantasy like he had
1: like f- over forty points both <laughs> in both, of, in both uh, the leagues that I have him, but. I mean, his over yards, his over rushing yards are like 54. You want to talk about gambling and fantasy? He's like expected to have like 44, 54 yards rushing a game. He had 106. He goes over every week. He was 21 to 26 passing. It's just kind of perfect. You just well, can't the, is the problem. The
0: Arizona <laughs> announcers got real excited in the fourth quarter because there was this, this window that was opening where it was like, wow, we could have the best record in the NFC yeah and I'm going hundred and nine miles an hour on the ten. I'm like, what? how you know I'm like, <laughs> do I should I look at this on my phone and try to figure out if this is true, but you know, Seattle lost and right now, he, you he, mean the NFC
2: West, the best record of the NFC West?
0: No, well, they could have been tied with Green Bay for they could have been six and two and the Saints and the Saints six and two, and Green Bay six and two, so they would have been tied in a first place tie for across or, the board uh, number one seed tie. So they were getting all excited about that, and then it fall apart. But house, it's not inconceivable, right? That we could add, that that could have been a Super Bowl preview. With I mean, it's a, a Miami, Arizona. It's not the most oh, ridiculous start ever. No, I'm just saying
2: it's not ridiculous. Let's look up the odds and put five dollars on it, just because we we said it on the pod, and you know, uh, it's it's a fun and funny thing.
0: All right. So let me ask you this: How many, how many more teams in the AFC right now do you like more than Miami? Do you? Well, I'll give you Pittsburgh. I'll give you Baltimore. I'll give you Kansas City.
1: What are we do talking you, about? Are we talking one game where Baltimore, where I'm just Miami, saying, I'm Miami talking, has to go play at all those teams? Like I'm just saying,
0: AFC right now. Who do you oh, like more? I, I gave you three teams. Do you like Buffalo more right
1: now than Miami? No, nah, I, th- I think that's a toss up, and depends who shows up that game. Uh, these these teams are all kind of interchangeable, but I don't. Th- I think those three that you mentioned, Casey, Pittsburgh, they're all better. Baltimore, uh, yeah. Cleveland, I like them more.
0: Do you like them more than Tennessee right now? From what we've seen yeah. halfway through the year. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have
2: I, his full of crap. Yeah, I'm I'm with Cuz. I I put Tennessee and Buffalo in the same category, and I think they're both a notch down from the the top three: uh, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, City and Baltimore. Uh, Indianapolis uh, to hurt
0: your feelings today. Hey, if,
2: if Philip Rivers continues to be the quarterback of Indianapolis, they're going to be lucky to win nine games.
0: He's <laughs> well, he's awful. I, I, I couldn't believe you liked him today. He's effing awful. He's House I mean, House had a classic feast or famine. He loved the Saints, but he also loved the Colts. So he split that. One. I, I didn't
1: even talk to you guys about it. And I had all my bets on the Colts this week. I had this was one of the things where everybody liked the Ravens, but the yeah. move the line was moving down like they it couldn't get to three. And then the Colts ended up being favored. I'm like, there's no way all my idiot friends are gonna be right about this and the Ravens are gonna win. I'm taking the Colts. And not only that, I'm taking them plus 11 and a half on a teaser. Are you kidding me? They yeah, I, I teased Just him up awful. to eight and a
2: half, and I thought we Ugh. might get a backdoor touchdown. But Jesus, the, the only backdoor that, that Philip Rivers falls into is his wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Come true? on, that's terrible. <laughs> they, like they do a have kids, they do have, they have a lot 50 of children. Kids. That's what do you they do. want me to do? Well, we should mention Indianapolis scored on their first drive. They're up seven nothing, and like right. it, it was like one oh three on the East Coast. They were up seven nothing, and they scored. Three I feel points after Jonathan that.
1: Taylor, as bad as Phil Rivers is, and as much as you can never get him to convert on a fourth and five or a fourth and three. Jonathan Taylor's fumble killed him. I mean, the Ravens yeah. had no momentum at all, and then he fumbles and they take it back to the house. The, he's the pr- not even playing that well, Taylor. I don't know what what that. That's team the looks problem going with to.
2: Indianapolis, though. They can only they they can't afford
0: any mistakes. If they make one mistake, they lose. Well, the funny thing with Taylor, he's everything he's shown as a rookie, and I do not watch college football, but it was as advertised. Incredible yeah. athlete, so fast, can can be a three down back game breaker, but he puts the ball on the ground. That doesn't usually fix itself in the the pros, where they hit harder and
1: they're faster and they're stronger.
0: I have one more Miami question. Do you like them more than Las Vegas?
1: Uh, Like as a city? No, no, no. Um, (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I kind of think they're as bad. You know, I know uh, Arizona scored 31, but I I count on Dolphins' defense, and we saw it early against, uh, yeah, I think uh, overall I like them better than Las Vegas.
2: House? I do too. I like Miami better than Las Vegas.
0: So we all have, we all believe right now Miami is the fourth best team in the AFC.
2: They're in that category. I think we're doing tiers. I think they belong in the same conversation as Tennessee and Buffalo. And honestly, Las Vegas does belong in that same tier. Those are the seven playoff teams in the AFC.
1: But if you lost to Buffalo again, which they could, then they'd be two back of them. And then you'd be like, no, Buffalo is better, right? I mean, it goes week to week with these things.
0: Right now, they're a game and a half behind uh, Buffalo. I screwed that up. All right, NFC. Who do you like more than Arizona, other than the Saints, who we'll talk about? Oh, I see how in you a did second. This. Do you like? Do you like anybody in the NFC East more than Arizona? I do not. No, come on. Do you like <laughs> the Packers?
1: Yeah, more than Arizona. I do. I'm. I think I'm. I'm one of the few that love the Packers every week, even though they lose uh, every other game that so far. You don't. I like got
0: to be honest. From an upside standpoint, I think I like Arizona more. Okay. because of the because the Kyler because I really do feel like he's getting better each week and there's a ceiling with him that I I think Green Bay we kind of know what they are I yeah. don't really know you know they're kind of the, they're the good bad team that can occasionally hang with the good team what do you think House? The
2: the Answer to that question depends on who Arizona has in their backfield, because the single biggest vulnerability of Green Bay is their rush defense. And if uh Drake isn't playing, then I like Green Bay better. If Drake's playing, then I think it's more of an even kind of uh And also
1: we've, se- we've seen very few games where Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams have played together. Very few. Maybe All right, so we'll two. we'll say that's a yeah.
0: toss-up. And then yeah. NFC West, from what I've seen especially after whatever that'll happen to Seattle today and you feel like Seattle's six and two, and they pulled two games out of the deep recesses of the rectum and they have real defensive problems. I think Arizona's the best team in that division right now. If we're going to say who, who looks the best going forward, which roster would you want? I, you know, you'd be like, oh, I don't want to go against Russell Wilson, all that stuff. But Seattle's defense I don't know what's going on with that. I think Arizona's got a slightly higher upside house. They have one factor, though, that you've pointed out on text. Cliff Kingsbury, oh. you're not sure that he's playing with a full deck.
2: <laughs> I've used some unkind language as it relates to Coach Cliff. But I will say this. We, we already had a referendum on this. Arizona and Seattle played, and Arizona beat Seattle. And I also want to just make a quick observation. It's a data point. You know, you had Russell on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And his record since the time that he appeared on here oh, no. is, is not great. It's one and two. It is one and two. It's the true fact. I hope it's it's not uh, the negative bump, the BS podcast negative bump.
1: oh well, I'll give you four,
2: four turnovers today. Three turnovers against Arizona. That's seven turnovers since he came on your podcast. Bill Pete
1: Carroll said that he couldn't recognize this defense after and the post game press. I was like, really? What? No, it's the same one from two weeks ago. You played tough <laughs> against Arizona or uh, San Francisco last week, but no, 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 it's the same kind of defense. But I want—I do want to talk. Like Dunlop is back. Uh, Ad, Dunlop's on the team now. Adams is back. Those guys yeah. played well, and they played well in the last couple weeks. You know, if they played, you look at their numbers—not not that bad. Uh, I think they had seven sacks and they still gave up a million points. I can't put my finger on it. And like no rushing yards. The two total rushing yards in Buffalo, Seattle was 91. There are incredible stats we never saw growing up where teams are rushing for 30 yards and winning games. It's it's unbelievable. Everyone's that, that was the pass. game
2: plan. Buffalo completely uh yeah. rewrote their... their they. I think they threw on 22 of the first 24 offensive plays they had or something like that. It was an insane number of pass-to-run
1: ratio. 805 passing yards between the two teams. It's really... Well, on the podcast...
0: House did a podcast with Warren Sharp on Friday, and Sharp laid out this whole case for don't give up on Buffalo yet, basically saying there's signs that their offense might be better than we think it is because they had that weird Tennessee game. They had two bad weather games. And he was just like, I, I, I'm i not I'm not ready to think that this offense isn't good. And then they were awesome in this game. And Sal has $1 uh, Josh Allen in our, in our <laughs> fantasy league. But um, I don't know what to make of Buffalo anymore. I think I've been wrong on them probably – Eighty percent of the time so far this year, I'm going to stay away from them from gambling. From you, for some reason, don't
1: want them to be the team that usurps the the Patriots. I want right? it to be Miami because then it to be we could
0: we could say Brian Flores, you know, took over yeah. from Belichick. He's carrying the legacy in the division, right? Uh, wait, I have one more either or question. Would you rather be Tampa going forward right now or Arizona?
1: Oh, man. Again, I don't know what kind of defense we're getting with Tampa. I thought they righted the ship there. I thought they righted it with penalties. But tonight, what we saw, I don't even know what the hell we saw. Everyone was bad on that team. But, you know, you, you you I know you want to point it this way and, like, who's better and if we want to rank them, that's one thing. But with that NFC West, I could see any of them winning the Super Bowl. I could see any of them getting knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. That's just how it is. I is. Don't, I don't think I'm going to change that. Um, I, I, I I want to propose to you. Top five favorite offenses to watch right now. Well, I know you love like. the Chargers. I think I put the Chargers in my three. Wow. Put, well, yeah, K- Casey's in there, right? Chiefs are one. Yeah. I think Cardinals, two. I put Chargers, three. I know everyone's like, oh, you're crazy. The Seahawks. I like the Chargers. I'm kind of bored with the Seahawks. I know that's <laughs> stupid to say. And then you got the Bengals and Bucks when uh, the Bucks are rolling, but those are my three there. What do you say? I, I like the Bengals call. Mm-hmm. And
0: I, I Pittsburgh will be fun at some point, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Don't you think
0: I it doesn't feel like they've figured out the run pass balance correctly yet, but I do feel like that offense is going to have a moment. And I got to say, I can't wait to watch Tua now. The the way yeah. he played, I, I'm in on all the rookie quarterbacks. I of love course. those guys. What a House, class! What, a what do class. you think, House?
2: Um, I just know who I have 32nd on that list, and it's the mother effing Baltimore Ravens. I, I just <laughs> can't. I, oh, my God. <laughs> it, t- obviously, I'm the dummy that paid 50 bucks for Lamar Jackson this season. <laughs> and, and, you know, they've been, I think they had 60 yards on offense in the first half against uh, the Colts today. They had 266
1: yeah. total. Like, teams are winning games with uh, incredible stats you wouldn't believe. 266 offensive yards. I, we're, we're
0: at the point of the season now where you have to be alarmed if you're a Ravens fan. That they, by November, you would have thought this would, there would be signs of whatever. All right, we're going to take a break and then I want to talk about Tampa New Orleans. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car, is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. So I had the drive time perfectly could get to hear the whole Sunday night football or the, I thought it was gonna be the first half of Sunday football, watch the second half, do the podcast for a variety of reasons. I barely got here in time. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, I've, this is the most shocking result of the year to me. Not only cause I had the Tampa money line and a couple bets and had them in million dollar picks, but I really thought they were better than New Orleans. And I thought this was gonna be the game when they grabbed the division by the balls. I was actually if you told me the score was gonna be thirty eight to three, and you said which side? Well, I would have been a hundred percent sure it was the Tampa side. You so, would have bet
1: you, you would have bet twenty two of your twenty five houses on Tampa if you heard the final. <laughs> easily. Score. Uh, right? and maybe yeah. a guest house. Yeah. Right.
0: So what was Collins I didn't get to watch the telecast. What was Collins worth doing during this game? Well, <laughs> What was he? What, what was funny. what kind of frame of mind was he in?
1: They went back and forth between. Oh, they they listed all of Brady's comebacks and everything, and Al was like, "Don't touch that dial." It's like, all right, it's twenty eight three. He has he has two first downs, and it looks more like they're going to take him out to like two drives later, Collins Collinsworth's like, I don't know why they're playing these guys still. <laughs> you know, It's like a, eight minutes left in the, <laughs> in the fourth. But um, this was another one where the line went for everybody loved Tampa. It was a foregone conclusion that they were going to beat the Giants. Last time we talked on Sunday, they were going to beat the Giants, and then they were going to get their revenge on New Orleans. And this was another one where everybody loved Tampa, and yet the line went from four and a half, I think, when we did the pod, Last Sunday night to like three and a half. It's like, why is this line going down? It's like, oh yeah, the Saints, the Saints want this more or just as much at least. It was a uh, another strange one. The Bucs had five carries total, w- broken NFL record with five carries. Not I don't. I
0: didn't Brady understand game. that at all. I actually thought, although I guess the Saints have a good run defense, and they're trying to zag right away. But um, this is bad for Brady. These are this is now two stink bombs against the Saints. Right. And then on top of it, you bring Antonio Brown as House, is Antonio Brown the mole? What happened here? I, I have no idea. This this
2: Buccaneers team is entirely confounding to me. Because uh, the per- they sucked last week, too. Well, that was, you beat me to it. This is the thing. What they showed against the Giants apparently was not just a flat spot, an aberration where they were looking forward to the Saints. They were game planning for the Saints. They were holding a little something back. They didn't give, you know, a, a unfurl a full dong uh, against the Giants. That's not what happened. Instead, the identity of the Buccaneers that we saw against the Giants was indeed the same identity we saw
1: tonight against the Saints, and the Saints are a little bit better than the Giants. And the Giants could have won, like you said, Danny Dimes missed terribly on three throws that any one of those would have put them ahead for good.
0: You look at the Saints, like, they lose to the Raiders and Packers They haven't lost since. And from what we've seen of the Raiders now, that's not as bad of a loss as it seemed like in week two, right?
1: The Raiders beat the Chiefs and the Saints, right? I mean, those are as
0: as good a wins as
1: you can get. They're 3-1 and on the road. And
0: then the Packers, no shame in that one. But you look at Tampa, that Chargers game, which we all watched, Mm -hmm. they easily could have blown that game. Giants. They lose to the Bears, and we're like, oh, it was a Thursday night. Then they kill the Packers, they kill the Raiders. And we're like, here we go. And I thought, I, I mean, their Super Bowl odds went to what? Six to one?
1: hmm Yeah, it was about and six to one. And six, then 50.
0: I remember Haralba bet on Biden at plus 290. Oh, no, wait. I'm, <laughs> I'm screwing up the election. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this is uh, the Saint. The Bucks have at Panthers next week who look pretty frisky in that Chiefs game. Home for the Rams. Home for the Chiefs. Home for the rejuvenated Vikings. I think they're officially rejuvenated. So their next four are not easy. And I don't know. I, I They were talking on the radio about Mike Evans was throwing a tantrum on the sidelines at one point. And you got Antonio Brown there. He's a lunatic. There's, Did a, you there's see, you, some you, possibilities you, here.
1: I can't blame Antonio Brown fully, but his presence is what killed them today. Cause uh, like I said, every facet of that team was bad today, but he did a great thing when they're down 28, three, he catches a ball for a first down and does it. They like just does a thing where he drops it in front of them. And it's like, it's funny. I had Michael Irvin on my podcast, extra points this week. And he claims he made that up. He invented the celebration after the first down at Miami. He like, he made a great catch at the seven yard line uh in college and he's like I'm not waiting to score. I'm celebrating here. And I was like, you son of a bitch. You're the reason Zeke Elliott stirs the soup uh after a three yard <laughs> game. This is what happens. And Antonio Brown did it tonight. Uh it's so good. It's so good. I gotta I mean, say, I, I I think I might agree with him on that.
0: What about what? That he's about the first? creating that, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that I think that might have
1: actually been true. I tried to think back, I couldn't remember seeing it.
0: before. Who would have done yeah. it before? I mean, he invented nine different things we'd never seen when he yeah, played right. football. Right. Wide Only- receivers were pretty nondescript up to that point. We had the Billy White Shoes Johnson, and that was about it. It's not like they were demonstrative in the 80s, right? House, no. I mean, uh, the why I had Art Monk here, he the, the quietest guy in the NFL, yeah, right, right. I had Stanley the Steamer Morgan. Um, I I don't want to overreact, but I'm gonna overreact. It's hard for me to believe the Bucs win the Super Bowl. I, mean, I remember when they hit rock bottom at 38 to 3. I don't remember a champ getting their asses kicked like that. Like mm. certainly in the six Patriots Super Bowls, they lost. I remember in the 03 Super Bowl, they lost to Buffalo 31 0, but it was like the first or second game of the year. This late in the year, when you're healthy, I I, I that's not a good sign. I guess probably not, probably
1: not, but it's a weird season. It really is. And I do think we're at the point of the year where teams are looking past other teams or teams are mailing in, you know, you and I, we, the three of us, we always talk about how teams just don't show up for two games a year, unexplained. That's it. So maybe this is drop the lowest quiz grade and go forward. Um, Or maybe it's not. I do want to defend my NFC a little, you know, Uh the chiefs could have three losses too. They could have lost today to Carolina. If that 65-yarder goes a little straighter or or whatever, we know the Chiefs could have lost to the Chargers. There's another one in there. Well, they have a a loss. So, um, you know, I I think we know who the top five-ish, six teams. We'd be surprised. Although you're putting Arizona in the Super Bowl. But um, other than that, (laughs) I'm just saying it's – I I believe anyone from the NFC.
0: You could give me seven teams right now, and I would just be like, sure.
1: Right. If they lost in the first round, you'd be like, oh, that sucks, but that makes sense too, right?
0: Yeah, but isn't that what the the great thing about the NFC this year is any sure. team you could say, I see them in the Super Bowl, I see them losing in round one by 20. Especially with uh, one, only one bye. yeah. House, long-time uh, NFC guy. Do you remember a year when the NFC, heading into week 10, did not have a team that we all thought was the established favorite? Because this is pretty weird. Let's think right? about before this. you answer. We have the Packers at six and two. We have the Saints at six and two. The Bucks at six and three. The Seahawks at six and two. Cardinals, Rams at five and three.
1: So and nobody the- has nobody has seven wins. So nobody. Th- are you saying the f- this could be the first time? You're right. There's no seven win team going into week ten. Like I twelve and four think.
0: could take the one seed. Sure. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I
2: think and, that's a good number for the one seed. Honestly, if you, you gave me that right now, I'd say sure, I'd grab it.
1: Four and right, twelve could take the one seed in the NFC East. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Washingtons are still alive. <laughs> How? Who so would you take in the NFC right now? No odds. I'm just saying, like, if, gun the to Saints. your head, the Saints, the Saints. See, I wouldn't take the Saints. The Saints. That's who I would take. I wouldn't do it. I I. I guess they would have to get the one seed and play inside right all the way to the super bowl that'd be the recipe for them i'd take the packers you would take arizona
1: i mean no know. i would i wouldn't i i fuck <laughs> we don't have to do this is the other thing <laughs> i think you're we just-
0: I, I i can't believe it but i is it the saints i think they're the safest bet if my life if, was depending on it if everybody's yeah. healthy and
2: that defense can can remain healthy. Uh they have the most. They they on both sides of the ball. And, you know, that, that relationship with Peyton and Breeze, you know, that they've they've been through some stuff together. That that's all. It's we're only in the middle of the season.
1: And but we could like we could like the Saints and the Steelers, but there's a decent chance neither of those quarterbacks make it to the finish line. Well agree. if you just that's, you're just that's totally why I don't want to take the Saints. Yeah. If you just watch how they play and everything. I would take Arizona
0: if the guy who house called all kinds of terrible names today (laughs) was in the head coach. Because I I think their destiny this year is every year there's a team that is super fun and actually seems like they could make the Super Bowl and then they lose a terrible game in the playoffs. Like 30 to 28, 35 to 34, 27 to 25, one of those. And you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe... That feels like they're destined to the I can't believe they blew it, which, which, by the way, the Chargers are the AFC version of that, but they're not going to uh. make the playoffs because they're they're an eight no team that is somehow two and six. <laughs> they did it again. This was especially cruel because I was listening on the radio. Our friend Matt Money Smith was announcing yeah. and uh, and what was his name? Barham caught the touchdown.
1: Yeah. Uh, the tight end. Par,
0: par, par, parham. Parham. Yeah, yeah. And he's like,
1: Parham. Oh, he does.
0: It's catch touchdowns, three grabs, three touchdowns. (laughs) The Chargers win. And the the other guy's like, hold on, they're going to review it. And they thought they were reviewing the inbounds. And then two minutes later, they realized the ball was kind of moving. And honestly, it sounded like he was just going to go walk into traffic. (laughs) They're so bummed out. They just gone this whole thing about finally they're off the schneid. Finally, they get through a fourth quarter. So yet another, Uh. I mean, House, it's like a hour long YouTube video at this point of terrible collapses. I will say this though,
2: I love watching Herbert. I just mm. love it. I think he's great. I mean, he's a big boy. The one thing I'd like to see a tiny bit more is him run. It doesn't feel like he has a big run instinct, but he's so young and he still he moves fine. Oh, he can run.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's I good. just
2: don't. I I just feel like he needs to be a little more assertive that way. Maybe it's because we're watching it at the same time as as Kyler. That's true.
1: You know what I love about him, House. See, it's, it's, hang with me in the, with this comparison. He's Bryson and First oh. of all, he he throws downfield with such mm. great touch. His long ball is terrific. It's his short pass. It's his third and seven. That yeah, he has it's the red like, zone stuff. Yeah, the wedges. the wedges. The needle, and he can't get it. Yeah, the wedges. Right, the short stuff he can't do. He's but I, I love as a as a rookie to throw downfield that much, how many times did you have to deal with your first year quarterback to just do outlet passes to the fullback, like the whole first season? like, you're not getting that out of the chargers. You're also not getting wins, which I think Anthony Lynn is going to be, he's going to have to speak up for. I really, they like he's uh, and they're not blowing 16 point leads anymore. They're just not catching the ball. The ball's barely hitting the ground. And it's uh it's bad. It's why are we not betting against them in the fourth quarter in the live line? What are we doing?
0: Well, they didn't have Joey Bosa, which the announcers were talking about when I was listening about. They don't have like that. Their defense was always dying in the fourth quarter every way. And then on top of it, you know, he, they don't have him. There's still a path for them to be a playoff
1: team. Oh, no. I can't
0: cross them off yet. <laughs> Two and six. They just need to get to nine and seven. They're in every game. And Herbert's super fun. House, do you think we sold Sal's Bryson DeChambeau um, Herbert analogy better than Clay Travis will tomorrow? I think we did. <laughs> gonna, that was a good why? one. You're be using that? That on Fo- no, you'll be using that one again on Fox Bet Live tomorrow. I can feel it. Oh, I it's think It's a good so. one. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. run that one back. It's,
2: it's Masters Week. You got to get it going. Yeah. I, I have a Jean green jacket on as
1: we speak. I love it. I love it. No, I know. I, I just, uh, I, I love all these rookies. I, I, and that's why I was excited when Tua was in and let's see them all. I'm, I'm excited about the crop next year too. I, I don't know I don't know what to think about <laughs> what it means for uh, a Dak Prescott and, and my team, which I'm glad we haven't talked about. <laughs> it's going
0: to single-handedly reignite the uh, football card industry.
1: Oh, yeah. You're Cause
0: right. The, it's like the Panini. Ben and I have bought like three boxes already, trying to get Tua and Burrow and all yeah. these dudes. But it, it, there's more fun rookies. It's one of those rare classes where all the good players are – Actual dudes like even Chase Young, like the, the, yeah. the best defensive guy, is actually like this fucking badass. I wish who, the uh, running
1: backs were better. They haven't really. Edward Delaire was supposed to be great. It looked like it was going to be that way, and you know, just Swift on Detroit. <laughs> not, Zach Moss the, might be the end up being the best yeah, running back. Yeah, he's he's okay. They, they just they take a couple weeks off. All these guys, I know.
0: Sal, I have a special segment for you. What is it? It's the State Farm surprisingly great segment of the week, because getting great car and home insurance from State Farm at a surprisingly great rate—that's kind of like Joe House loving the Saints at plus four. And then what? What did the line end up at? It went down to three, didn't it? No, it yeah. was down. You, yeah, no, it you was got him early. It well, was. It's great. like how House hit with the Saints. State Farm agents provide personal service. You can customize your insurance to fit your needs, like a GM putting together their very own roster. You need a team that supports you. And State Farm's got a great one. how sing this song for us. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> In addition to a great song and great agents, the award-winning mobile app helps manage coverage, pay bills, file claims, and more with a great price, even greater service. State Farm goes from strength to strength. Choose insurance that always brings its A game. When you want the real deal like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, which brings us to our surprisingly great player from this week, Sal, take the floor. This
1: random Dallas quarterback. Let's hear it. Let's hear this county report. Go do your thing. This is actually exciting. I joked that Garrett Gilbert, finally, we have a Garrett we could trust in Dallas. Um, He showed up. He was gutty. He didn't turn the ball over. I knew he had one bad one in him. I knew he was going to turn the ball over at some point. And the one he did, Amari Cooper was held in the end zone, but whatever, they didn't call it, and it was picked off. And then the Steelers come down and seal their fate. But I felt, I felt good, I, and and then I felt good that they brought me back in. I was mad. I was like, let me just be done with this season. Let this quarterback suck. I know usually the fourth quarterback is the one that turns the team around, but yeah, <laughs> in this in this instant, I was like, just let him suck. so I don't have to watch the whole game. I could concentrate on no. Kyler, but no, Garrett no. Instead, you're thinking you're thinking Romo.
0: He was House good. A little, is this Romo 2.0? What's going on here?
2: <laughs> I, for for Sal's sake, I, I hope so. I need some help with with who's going to be quarterback in Washington, though. I oh. mean, we, we might have to bring back Haskins. We're like, you can't start Alex Smith. It's it's like, like against that's it's a bad karma move. But he's right now the starter.
0: Alex Smith did not uh, make the cut for a surprisingly great. This week. He had I mean,
2: 325 yards and almost led them to a to a, a yeah, comeback he, in the win. fourth
0: quarter. Well, because he
1: threw he threw two interceptions. Every time he <laughs> goes back to pass, you're terrified.
2: Yes,
0: yes. Well, that's holding. what sucks.
1: Like the documentary made people, I don't want to say not root for him, but they made him turn away. They can't watch that game. Not that uh the Washington is and Giants is watchable anyway. But Garrett Gilbert, we're set. We're winning this division. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Garrett Gilbert does not sound like a
0: quarterback name.
1: No, I don't
0: know what it sounds like, but like, like the representative in Georgia, who's in the runoff right now, it's Garrett Gilbert against somebody else. That might be a state
1: state farm insurance agent. I don't know. I, I'm uh, Garrett that, or, Gilbert. Or,
0: or a great fried chicken chef. Like <laughs> uh, if, if Garrett Gilbert cooked me a giant batch of fried chicken. I'm I was- in. Sal, how much did you know about Garrett Gilbert before uh, 48 hours ago?
1: A little bit. uh, Not too much. Not too much. I I don't want to get close to these people because they end up disappointing me. So um, I was pleasantly surprised. And then the refs took it away from us. I have one more Cowboys question.
0: Mm -hmm. At what point did you look at the standings? (laughs) <laughs> and realized that you would be like a game out in uh, first place. You did, didn't you? Like I third did. quarter.
1: I did. Dalton coming back next week. You're starting to yeah. get ideas. No, Dalton. Garrett Gilbert. What <laughs> <Let> Dalton said. <sit. laughs> Garrett uh, Gilbert. I really like that. I just uh, and then you know and when when Ben went off, I thought we we're going to see Mason Rudolph. I was like, all right, this is a fair fight now. Everybody put their guns away. Steelers, another team. 46 yards rushing. When we grew up, nobody won a game with 46 yards rushing. The Steelers did today. Pollard is better than Elliott. He gets just as many yards on half the carries. I don't know what this team's identity is, but um, I know Jalen Smith is really, really bad defensively, and uh, I'll be happy to be done with this season when they're done with us.
0: Yeah, the announcers on Sirius got upset when he had another dumb penalty.
1: Yeah. They're like, Jalen Smith again! <laughs> well, we got it's the like one, one where, they, where they graze. They're, they're falling back, and they graze the quarterback's face mask. Which I think the face mask is there to protect the quarterback, right? But they graze the face mask, and that's a fifteen-yard penalty. That killed. That killed the Cowboys. There are a couple p- plays in there, but
0: all right. That was our surprisingly great player of the, of, of the week. House, do you, the Pittsburgh. They're halfway through um, tying. The 2007 Pats going 16 and 0. They're eight games away. They're eight 0 right now. Any chance they go 16 and 0? Sal, what would you give? Make a bet right now. Can you guys make a bet? What would you give house right now that the Stewards go 16 0?
1: Uh, three. I'll give you the same odds I gave uh, David Chang that he make he goes to the playoffs <laughs> in our fantasy league. I'll give you three to one odds. Those are we, terrible odds. Well, yeah. they, you look at the schedule. They have a couple. They are bad. Actually, I should give you like four and a half because the the Thanksgiving game against the Ravens, right. which They'll be favored. Comes down to that game, but they'll be favored in that game, right, by four points, I think at least. They're home. Um, not too much more.
0: Well, it's like Don't, what you
1: said about um
0: um the run the forty six yards running. Yeah, James Connors like. He's like a C minus I don't know I, I do feel like that's gonna come back to haunt them in January, but it might not haunt them the rest of the season. What do you think house?
2: I think that they're so diverse on on offense uh and it we're still I, I think waiting for that one big Ben game where he goes out and throws for 520 yards like to all spreads it around to all three receivers and Betty Snell. As a poor man's Connor is, is he's not horrendous. I mean, I, I just think they have they can score so many different ways and score quickly that I'm not concerned about them on offense. The thing that they're still sorting through is Devin Bush. Uh, you know they're they're still getting that sort of worked out, but they're they're so good they're 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 loaded. There's just no chance they're going eight and zero through the rest of the season.
1: Real quick, we'll go we'll go over the lines, but Steelers Bengals, you know that's going to be a hefty number. At Jaguars, that could be close to double digits. Home for the Ravens, that's a tough one for home for your Washington team. That's a double digit game. Uh, at the Bills, that's tough. Uh, slight favorite. At the Bengals, slight favorite. Yeah, I guess they're right. They're at their home for the Colts and then at the Browns. Yeah, there's there's losable games in there for sure. Mm. I was wrong. Five to one.
0: <laughs> well, man,
1: five, five to one now? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you five to one. It's no, thank you. No thank, you. no, thank you. No, thank you. Well, wow.
0: some, they're two games up on the Ravens. They are two games up on Titans and Bills and only one game up on the Chiefs. And the Chiefs, wh- how much did you see of that Chiefs game today? When when they don't have Chris Jones, I feel like anybody can beat them.
1: Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I, I just think that was the one where Mahomes just put him on his back. He's like, again, like they had 30, th- 30 yards rushing. He's like, However many points it takes for me to win, I'm going to do this. And uh you know who took a beating today? Dan Marino. Holmes, Mahomes was the fastest to uh, 100 touchdowns, beat Marino. And Lamar, 25-5, and 5, had the best record in the first 30 games, which was previously Marino. So rest in peace, Dan Marino. Sorry about that.
0: Poor poor Danny Marino. <laughs> I would <known. laughs> All right, House, we're bringing you back at the end of this podcast for – uh Parent corner and, and a little election talk. Oh, okay. Right. I didn't know that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, Great. Wait a minute.
1: Taking... It's, it's twelve thirty. And <laughs> no, no, hold on. Right? We're,
0: we're taking a break. Come back. With guest lines. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun having my home. It's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 seven professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at slash BS. That is simplysafe with two S, slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right first half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time, that's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash LDA, 21 and up. All right, Sal, you beat me last week. Uh, much yeah, like the Bucs, I just I didn't really show up. Um, you kicked my ass. It was one of those days. I had a couple picks. You ran the ball down my throat. <laughs> you gotta win on the board.
1: Uh, I'm gonna rally back this week. Our Thursday night game. I didn't do great this week. I was uh maybe you won't do great either, but let's let's see. I'm, I think I did all right. Prime for the beating here.
0: But first game is at Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Phil Rivers and the Colts coming to town. And I have Tennessee favored
1: by 3.5 points. Yeah, you're going to get that. I went high. I was so mad at Indianapolis and what they did to me. Not covering on a teaser. I said Tennessee by five. And it's two and a half. So you're closer. Oh, But that team is, you know, it's funny. Tennessee played the Bears. And I was like, all right. The loser of this is the biggest fraud in the league, right? Because they're both uh, had good records. Well, ironically, now I think Tennessee's the biggest fraud in the league, but and Chicago's just bad, right? Because yeah,
0: Chicago, you can't even call a fraud anymore because nobody believes what they're selling.
1: Can we cross them off Chicago? We- <laughs> doing, I want to cross them off. Oh, so shit.
0: Bad. We didn't do cross-off teams yet. Well, we, we wait. Oh, all right. I don't know. I think we had, honestly, it's probably the Chargers.
1: Yeah. Uh, They're two and
0: six. There's I not really it. a roadmap let's, for that. Let's go
1: through who do we have? We have Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Jets, Giants.
0: We have Giants, Jets, Jaguars, Bengals, Texans, and uh Patriots. And Patriots. Um which might have been a mistake, but
1: yeah. Well, all right. So what are our choices here? Chargers. Oh, you Bron- don't want to cross Broncos? off Dallas? I mean, I'm begging you to cross off Dallas. I'm, I'm weeks, not doing. Weeks. I'm not crossing up
0: Dallas. Did we cross off the Lions?
1: I don't think we did, but they're three and five, right? They're not three and six, three and five. Yeah, so it's seven. basically
0: the Chargers, the Lions, or yeah, that's those are uh, our candidates. Know, I,
1: I'm not going by talent here, but I just I've seen enough that to know that the Chargers aren't going to win seven, yeah. eight in a row, right? Yeah. They blew it. Okay. I I agree. Chargers are the team.
0: So we have Tennessee by two and a half over the Colts. I had a Colts point for you really quick. Yeah. The Andrew Luck retirement was yeah. kind of a secretly important NFL moment of the last five years because what we've seen in the Colts last year and this year, if they had had an above average QB... You could make a case they would have been in the mix. I forgot about like the QB about position, him. Brissett gets hurt, second half of last year, they fall apart. This year, Rivers has just they just have no ceiling with him. He's and they paid him $25 million a year on top of it, not mm. to mention the luck salary cap stuff. If they just had luck, the guy mm. that, you know, was a really good young quarterback and not quite an MVP candidate, but definitely was second tier. Yeah. And then you think about. How many good, reliable quarterbacks there are right now? The list is less than eight. Like I that's that would be a huge what if for me as a Colts fan.
1: Well, and also they didn't go four and twelve last year, right? They didn't go three yeah. and thirteen. They couldn't couldn't draft some of these studs that we were in love with. Uh the you know, these these rookies. So that hurt them even more, right? You, yeah. you had to go out of the, your way to sign Phil Rivers, who doesn't really have it. And uh and Jacoby Brissett. Like Rivers can't even I don't know if you saw that, but they had the ball at midfield right before the half with three seconds left. Rivers came out. Brissett came in to throw the – Oh, uh, I, I heard it on the radio. Yeah, yeah and, I, was, and, I was laughing. And he got so they were sacked. like, here's Jacoby. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Phil so Rivers funnier. can't throw up 40 yards. Yeah. Tough one. Tennessee's not that good either. I think they had 228 total yards today. I, I, I don't know what to make out of this. I mean, Foles is so, so bad. I know like Trubisky was contemplating shoulder surgery. But I, yeah. I still think he would have been better this week. What do you think happened to Foles? I don't know. It's just one of these guys. I just it's not all, like he's forty years old. No, but all these guys that can't move. It's it's yeah. the same thing, right? Like you know what you're getting with them. And if they if they hit like you know that's three drives that are just going to get killed instantly because they have he has no mobility and he's not throwing downfield. He threw downfield like twice the whole game. I know he ended up with decent numbers, but uh, I think he had like. Six yards per pass, or something, and uh, yeah, not good. Against I remember the 27th ranked defense.
0: I remember Drew Bledsoe there his last two Patriots years before mm-hmm. Brady took his job basically, his last year it started to feel like that, like he was just he couldn't create enough space for himself. Mm-hmm. And even Brady, the last couple of years, I think, has faced that problem, but not to the degree with Drew, where Something changed. I, the best example ever was Bernie Cozar on the Browns that time, what, 30 years ago, when all of a sudden he just seemed like a cigar store Indian, right? Just, right, right. Just sitting there waiting to get annihilated. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, Foles
1: is, he had a third and 14 pass that was behind the line of scrimmage. And like the Titans at that point, were like, all right, we've seen three and a half quarters of this. We're going to pick this or we're going to rip it from the running back and run it back. And that's exactly what happened. Like they become too predictable, some of these QBs. Our Sunday marquee game, Cardinals-Bills.
0: That's right, I, I did it. Oh, you love it. Oh, yeah. This is another possible Super Bowl preview. Uh, <laughs> the game is in Arizona. I have the Cardinals favored by three over the Bills.
1: I said three. You sure you don't want to say three and a half? It sounded like you were going to say three and a half. No, yeah. three. I, I said three also. It's only one and a half. One Interesting. and a half. I guess like, there's a seven-win like team against a five-win team, but... Big east-west thing coming. Buffalo travel letdown, maybe. I don't know. Well, Buffalo's offense,
0: if the elements have to be there weather-wise for them to do well, if that's a theory. But mm-hmm. uh, this could be a very exciting game. Yeah. Fun this could be a 37-34. to 34. I think the Bills will have trouble against Murray, but I think the Cardinals, if the, if Buffalo looks like they did today. All right, four watchables. Panthers are home for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. It's funny if if you had had me guess this six hours ago, I probably would have said like bucks four, bucks four and a half. Mm-hmm. I think this is now a bucks by two and a half over the Panthers in Carolina.
1: All right, let me check this because this is not fair if I don't do this right. Because I said four, but I and it is four and a half, but it might have changed after the beating. Just hold on one second. Oh, I want to make it fair to you. Otherwise, this is a that's win for fair. Me. Um, yeah, four and a half. Yeah, it's still four and a half. Jesus, I don't agree with that line.
0: The Panthers are are weird in this respect. I like them as underdogs. I like them when they're ten points, ten point underdogs to KC or getting four and a half against Tampa, where you don't want them as like laying six against the Bengals. Yeah, right. You want them like trying to get cheap TDs or being a
1: surprise or because they are pretty frisky. But how about this? I don't think it matters. Teddy Two Gloves, 44 games played or started. How many did he cover? How many? 33. 33 and 11. He covers 70, 75% of his starts. He's 33 and 11. So we should call him Teddy Two Covers. Yeah, Teddy Two Covers, I guess. The only thing that worries me, they had McCaffrey on the sideline just going like that. It, it really looked like a weird collarbone oh, that kind guy. of thing. He does. He makes such a difference there. I mean, obviously, 150 total yards.
0: Next one for the watchables. This is another great one. Football's really fun this year because we added these three fun quarterbacks right when we needed right. them, these rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolphins, Chargers. I can't wait for this. Great one. I have the Dolphins favored by three and a half at home against the Chargers.
1: Uh, you're going to get it. I went heavier on this. I said five. It's two and a half. Oh, man. Well... I might bet that tonight. On the other hand, Miami five and three, Chargers two and six. Just make it five. Make that that spread should be at least three. Yeah.
0: I'm betting that after we finish the puck. All
1: right.
0: That'll be a nice one. I I have a couple Dolphins fans in my life. They're Mm -hmm. out of their minds. If you're just talking about what fan bases are at completely out of their minds right now at their football team, they have to be number one.
1: Yeah. Why not? Because he's playing good defense, a winnable division, great quarterback to look forward to for the next 10 years. They haven't
0: really had a good quarterback since Marino in the mid-90s when he started to talk about when quarterbacks got a mobile. Marino is a great example of that, right? He couldn't move at all. He was just getting guys routine off on him. But yeah, they haven't in the 21st century. There hasn't like really been a really good Dolphins team. They've had a couple moments. They had like the Ronnie Brown, Ricky Williams, yeah. Wildcat moment. Mm-hmm. They had uh, what was it? Early two thousands. They they playoffs. There was one run. I, I can't even remember.
1: Their biggest claim to fame is knocking us out of that three team <laughs> teaser thing, which we bring up every right? week. But <laughs> ten years ago, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs>
0: I follow football and cover sports for a living and can't remember five fun Dolphins moments in this century so needless to say their fans are fired up and then the Chargers who have no fans anymore but if they did they would be so fired up for Herbert sure it almost feels like they should have to give Herbert to a franchise that would actually really appreciate and take care of him (laughs) right like if he was on the Broncos think how many Broncos fans would just be out of their minds that they had Herbert
1: Child Protective Services should get involved here. You're saying, yeah, <laughs> give them to the Browns.
0: They should have to trade it for Baker Mayfield and like two first round picks. Is
1: there a, is there a scenario where Anthony Lynn gets fired this year, or is is everyone survived? Everyone who was like kind of in trouble. I mean, two and seven with this team would not be uh, ideal if they lost.
0: It's funny they they show up for all these games though. Like I I do feel like that's part of being a good head coach. Yeah. And I love them in hard knocks. I don't want them to fight. I know.
1: They haven't quit on him. It's true. They haven't quit on him. But these losses are embarrassing. Well,
0: you know how like Arthur Blank comes down for the last four minutes of Falcons games? Mm -hmm. Is there somebody that could just come down and stand next to Anthony for like the last six (laughs) minutes of the game? Like some some mentor that he has or something? Or somebody he trusts? Yeah. Could be a conciliary just for the last six minutes? Could the GM come down
1: and stand next to him? How about Tyrod Taylor? He's not playing. He played they for got a it, second. He, he got in that two point conversion, missed, but that was it. Tyrod
0: just one day is going to be like, I've decided not to play the rest of the season and concentrate on my two hundred million dollar lawsuit against our team doctor.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Why is he still playing? This is yeah. uh, this is like when Rick Rosner wrote for Jimmy Kimmel Live, but was still suing ABC for. Uh, oh my God! His, remember that his time on uh, on on Millionaire. <laughs>
0: And we were all worried they were going to have layoffs and cut the writing staff. And we said, right. "Rick, you'd be like the first guy they'd laid off because you're suing them right now." Like, oh, that's a good point. You're right. <laughs> that wouldn't a be great lunatic. for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have two more watchables. Yeah. Rams Seahawks is a really good one. I like when these two teams play. It's a good one. Yep. It's in L.A. Not that that matters. Mm-hmm. I have the Rams favored by two and a half over the Seahawks.
1: Damn it. Why isn't it three? Why is it one? Oh, why is it
0: one? So is home field just out now? Like, I, we shouldn't even be thinking about it anymore. I, I don't, I, unless I, there's like four teams. Like, the, I guess with the Saints, maybe it matters a little bit. And it matters a probably tiny for bit.
1: travel, right? It mattered that Seattle flew all the way to Buffalo. That seemed to matter a little bit, right? But I yeah. don't know, fans-wise, and once they get there and if they're, Energized, I don't think it matters. But the Rams in Seattle, they, they should be the two best or two of the best in the division. Give the home team. I guess you're right. They're just not getting the obligatory three at home.
0: Well, it seemed like Buffalo was putting real pressure on Wilson in that game. Yeah, and I, it's not exactly a
1: the five sacks, raucous right?
0: front seven. So you think like the Rams? Yeah, that's who true. I think have a really good front seven. The Seahawks don't fix fix that. Part yeah. of the problem is they're you know when you're down to. I think running backs are overrated, mm-hmm. but when you start going toward that DJ Dallas level of running back, mm. that's a problem.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, although I read you a bunch of stats of teams who had 30 rushing yards and won this week, so I, I don't. it really does yeah, you're right. come down to which quarterback throws fewer interceptions or coughs the ball up less, I think, for the most part. I picked up. D- I had like everybody on a bye
0: week this week for running backs. So I picked up DJ Dallas for our keeper him. league today, and he got he somehow got ten points out of him. He'll be DJ. Thanks for the memories. You'll be getting waved on Wednesday night. Uh, last watchables game. By the way, Rams Seahawks. I, 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 I'm guilty of recency bias with the NFC West over and over again. But I do like this spot for the Rams. You do. It's it's a little bit of a kitchen sink game for them, right? Hmm. Because you think about it, Seattle's six of two, Zonas five and three, Rams are five and three. Mm-hmm. But the Rams rest of the way. So they have Seahawks at Tampa, home for the 49ers at Arizona, home Pats, home Jets at Seattle at Cardinals. So they ha- they have to play Rams Cardinals four times.
1: Yeah, next they, day games. It's it just, it just I, I don't know how you view this. If you're a coach in that division, you're like, we just got to take care of our division, our division games, right? Like, you at least have to win the home games, I think. Yeah. And I don't know, McVeigh off a of bye here. What do you, how do you prepare? I mean, it's probably going to come down to Russ in the last uh, drive, right? <laughs> just try to, try yeah. to knock him out.
0: And if you're the Seahawks, if Goff has time, the Rams are going to beat you. That's so it. you have to figure out how to get to them because that's how you beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Steelers-Bengals, it's in Pittsburgh. It's another classic. Joe Burrow is definitely covering this no matter what you think the line is. I have the Steelers by eight and a half and I think Joe Burrow covers
1: it. Uh, I Oh, I don't even get this one. I said 10 and a half and it's nine and a half. So we split it. Hmm. Oh, you think Joe Burrow covers this? Joe yeah. Burrow off a of bye, Pittsburgh. Their offensive know line's the- looking good. Yeah, I just don't know what to make of that Steelers Cowboys game. Were they just screwing with the Cowboys? Could they have won at any time and just didn't want to, you know, after a, a, a hard nosed game against the Ravens, they kinda wanted to take it easy and win when they could, or so
0: I think we I think we just completely underestimate this. I didn't have the balls to pick Dallas ten and a half because I had honestly never heard of your quarterback. I just couldn't do mm-hmm. it in in our ZFL, our Pix League. You think about it, how do you get fired up to play no Garrett Gilbert if no, you're the you Steelers? so you're basically just like, just hey, guys, don't get hurt. It's right. one of those, right, and you're mm-hmm. you're going eighty percent, you're not going hundred percent, so I guess that would be my answer
1: all right, well, now, now I think that's I why
0: we have these games where the teams like just kind of are on cruise control, and then all of a sudden it's the third quarter and they're down seven, but they won't look past.
1: Even though he's a rookie, he's no Garrett Gilbert. They're not looking past Joe Burrow. So they should show up. For
0: no, this game. because they not watch the tape and especially the tape from two weeks ago. They'll back, like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. That'll
0: be a good one. You had that watchable? That's a watchable, right? Oh, that's definitely, that was our fourth watchable. It's a good one. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid. Featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Barely watchables. This is in Cleveland, Browns, Texans. Mm Mm-hmm. So, not sure we're gonna have Baker Mayfield for this game.
1: He's on the COVID list, that. right? Yeah, he he had the uh, decency to do it during his bye week, but um, I, you know I'm not what? sure. I'm, I, don't, I, don't I know should how put works. this in the COVID corner category. You got to do it. You got to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does how much does does Case Keenum going in for Baker? Does that make make you more likely to bet the Browns? Because
1: for me, it's like no, it doesn't. No, they're kind of the same guy. Well, I'll tell you this: they're counting on Baker starting. I'll tell you the odds makers are. All right. Well, I had Browns for thinking yeah. that Baker was going to play. Browns by four over the Texans. Yeah, I said, all right. I said four and a half it is two and a half. Oof. You know, we have a lot of five and threes against two and sixes where the line isn't even three points. It's very weird. I'm, I'm sorry. It just uh, it, it shouldn't well, be also, that way with some of these. Also weird was the Texans allegedly
0: trying to trade Will Fuller and J.J. Watt, all these things. Meanwhile, they don't have their own first-round pick. Like, why not try to win these games and make the playoffs? You have no picks anyway.
1: Watson said after the game, he said, that would have been a catastrophe if we got rid of Will Fuller. Basically, like, thanking. uh, Meanwhile, they almost blew it, too. They had that Jake Luton or Lutton from uh, the Oregon State kid uh, really came back against them today. And they they didn't cover Houston, 27-25, they won. I... I was hoping
0: he would win the job over Minshew so we could get the headline looting free. Oh, nice. Yeah, thanks.
1: Oh, damn it. Thanks. We got to talk on that one. (laughs) I wanted to talk to the house about your uh, bone broth diet, but whatever. We could save it. It's only (laughs) what the hell's going on. You're 128 and a half pounds and you're on a bone broth diet. Oh, it's just, my wife does this Mondays, she just drinks bone broth, and I yeah. kind of got sucked into it, and
0: it's it's kind of delightful. Yeah. My wife just, does this
1: thing, she buys these pads, um, and she puts them, you know, you don't have to do everything you you do your, your wife does. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you?
0: <laughs> when you said that, I was like, there's a pad, tie. What is that? I haven't heard of that. It's pad tie.
1: God, we got to save you.
0: Uh. Well, you're seeing me soon, so I'll that's bring you true. some bone broth. That's I'll true. bring some bone broth right. with me.
1: I'm, I could use it, believe me.
0: <laughs> Listen for the people out there.
1: Go read about the bone broth diet.
0: You do this twice you do the, a week. You no, do but it, you do the five and
1: two diet, where you like fast for two days. I can't do it because I became too spiteful on the five days, the days that I could eat anything. You it went just, nuts. Oh, it just it became a catastrophe. But yeah, but oh, uh, so that's what it, it's bone broth for two days and then five. It's basically the five
0: two diet, but on the two days you have bone broth. The fuck
1: is bone broth? What is it's that? It's super
0: healthy. I know, but what is it? It's just uh, you- it's but it's it's bone marrow, and they make soup out of it, and you drink the bone marrow, and you get all the nutrients from
1: it. You're drinking coffee though around that, right? Or you can't.
0: Uh, I, you're not supposed to. But I, I, there's no diet that anybody could ever give me where I'm not drinking coffee. I don't care what it is. Gotcha. All right, but my wife. You know mm-hmm. she does, has the whoop. you have the whoop. What's that? You know the the thing the the thing on your wrist that monitors like your oh, yeah, activity yeah. Your and your sleep, fit, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah,
1: all that stuff yeah.
0: So when she does the boon, bone broth diet, and the next day the whoop is like really happy with her. Like you really you have ninety six percent recovery today. <laughs> the, the, and she's like it's the bone broth <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, two more barely watchables. The uh, Raiders are playing at Denver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Denver, your tormentor.
1: No, I think Denver's... <laughs> Raiders are home, right?
0: Raiders are home? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I wrote that down wrong. Um, Your tormentor, Denver.
1: Terrible. So
0: yeah. I have a... Uh, yeah, you're right. Raiders are home. Because I, I guess Raiders by six, which is too low.
1: I said six also. No, it's too high. It's four. These lines are all messed up. Jesus. Okay. That kid... I mean, he has, like, five or six touchdowns in the second half. He doesn't show up, Drew Locke. He has five tu- – in the last two games, he has five touchdowns in the second half. He almost did it again to Atlanta. Like, I was joking about it. We joke and we see, like, a 27-6 score, even though their thing is 27-3. But, like, ah, no one's going to come back on them. Those days are over. And then I'm like, oh, my God, Atlanta has the ball and they're about to tie it. And uh, luckily, they I'm held him live, up. He just needs a lot of foreplay, Drew
0: Locke. Yeah. That's a weird one because the Raiders are very close to. So if they win this, they're six and three.
1: Mm -hmm. they are another one like Carolina, like you said, you don't, you don't like them giving four points, right? You want them on the road against Cleveland or, or like they were today against the Chargers.
0: So they go after Broncos, home Chiefs at Falcons at Jets, home Colts, home Chargers, home Dolphins at Broncos. So they have two Broncos games left. So you give them both of those. They're seven to three. Jets, you give them eight and three. Then get nine. Yeah. I mean, all they have to do is win two more out of all those other ones and they can get to 10 and six. I think, I think Vegas is going to be a playoff team. You know you, what else? What? They're going to be that. They're going to be the shakies game. I don't really? know the shakies game is going to get screwed up because we're going to have six playoff games that first weekend. But yeah, I think the Vegas Raiders will be involved in the really? game. Really? Do you want,
1: yeah you have a choice of these two. Chargers or Raiders or Browns as the seven seed. Raiders, Browns. Oh, Raiders are better than the Browns. Well, who do you want to see? So I mean we have we there are teams that are better than a lot of teams we like. Oh, for shakies or well, who do, you who do want I to watch want to see the as playoffs? a football fan? Yeah.
0: I'd rather watch the Raiders. I think the Browns suck. Yeah. Next barely watchable is Saints home for the uh 49ers. And I have no idea who's playing for the 49ers. So let's say Saints by eight.
1: Well, I mean, wow, you are nudging me by a half a point every time. I said eight and a half. I don't know why this should be any lower than that. It's six and a half.
0: You know why? Because this, this, this was their this Super Bowl
1: yesterday? kitchen today.
0: sink for the Niners, right? If they lose this, they're four and six. They're not making the playoffs. Because they have a whole bunch of games against. Right. They still have. Man, they got. They have. They lose. We can cross them off. I think yeah. At Saints, at Rams, Bills, Washington, at Cowboys, at Cardinals, home Seahawks. That's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, I They're don't think probably they,
1: done. They don't care about making the playoffs as much as they do about us crossing them off. I mean, that's a big uh, factor for these teams. They don't like when we we uh, we put the nail in the coffin. I think you're right. I have an announcement for you. Mm. My
0: dad admitted to me on Thursday that he's ready for Jimmy G to come home. To the New England Patriots next year.
1: He is.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He said, This is great. He's he uh he was hurt this year. It wasn't legitimate. It's not like he sucks. He's just been hurt the whole year. They're gonna cut him. We're gonna bring him home. It's the guy Belichick wanted anyway. hmm We're gonna go twelve and four next year. My dad's all in on Jimmy G. Wow,
1: that would be some story. I wonder, um, so they have to pick up that salary though. That's the problem.
0: No, not if not if the Niners
1: if they cut them. Yeah, if they cut them for the cap stuff. That. Yeah, right. Because
0: the cap will go backwards next year because of the revenue. Uh, we have three games in the Poopfecta. Mm-hmm. Lions Washington, which <laughs> it, it's in Detroit. I picked the Lions by four, and you could tell me this line was anything, and I'd believe it. So because it looks like Kyle Allen's out, it's gonna be Alex Smith, mm-hmm. and then the Lions stink. So I said lines by four, but I don't know what it is.
1: <laughs> you were close. I said five. It's five and a half. Um, not a great week for Stafford. COVID and then a concussion. Like that's that's yeah. the that's the old one. Two. Maybe he didn't have COVID. He was close to someone like COVID. He had to pass five tests in a row, but he was out of there. And the Vikings beat up on that team. Yeah, that the Vikings.
0: So the Vikings. What were they? Zero and three. They're two and six now.
1: Yeah. Right. Are they two and six? No, they have three wins. Stop it. it. They're three and five. Yeah. Three and five. Right. That's the Monday game. Okay. Right. And and looking, you know, we talked about the best teams in the NFC. They're kind of looking back, like uh, looking the best, like Dalvin Cook, the running back, never gets MVP. But if they storm back to win the division, it's got to be him.
0: Wilson's his grip has slipped. Brady's grip has slipped. Rodgers hasn't done much yet. Mahomes still
1: puts up extraordinary numbers, but and yeah. I,
0: I think Kyler Murray he's right. got to be in there now. Mm-hmm. And then Dalvin Cook, if the Vikings somehow went ten and six, he would have to be mentioned as well. Yeah. Anyway, that's in the poop factor. This one also is Packers Jags in Green Bay.
1: Mm-hmm. This no is Luton.
0: This Packers team. Especially this kind of game. They either win 35 to three or it's like nine to six in the fourth quarter. And you're yeah, just right. like, come on. All right. Just get, to, can we fast forward to the part where Rodgers mm-hmm. does the game winning drive? But it's kind of like nobody really gives a shit. I have Packers
1: by 11. All right, I beat you here. I said 12 and a half. It's 13 and a half. That's too high. Coming off a bye, rookie quarterback. It's right. That's too it. high.
0: It's not like the Packers have an awesome defense. No. Do they?
1: No, not an awesome defense, but uh they, they I don't like high lines like that
0: when the team doesn't have a great rest defense. They rested up. Next poop factor game. This is the first time we've ever had a poop factor game with the division lead at stake, but Eagles Giants. It's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's in uh New York Giants yeah. or Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh let me tell you, the Giants, there's some friskiness with the Giants. There's some Joe Judge. These guys are really starting to connect with them stuff. They play hard for them. They bench Golden Tate. I didn't hear mm-hmm. the full story on that, but apparently there was some attitude stuff.
1: Yeah, they were good. They were the best team this this week. They almost beat the Bucs, which they're probably kicking themselves now. Like, well, how do we not beat the terrible yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers? But like I said, he was off by a few throws. Otherwise, they should have won that game. And then they beat Washington. Mm-hmm. Well, they let him back in, but...
0: Well, I have them as three-point underdogs against the
1: Eagles. Shit, I needed to grab that from you when we tied. I had three also, and it is three. It's exactly three.
0: It's hard to believe that's not a Sunday night or Monday night game.
1: (laughs) Well, it was already Thursday night, right? That was one where Danny Jones, uh, he fell on his face. Yeah,
0: just seems like that should be a night game. Right. Sunday night, speaking of night games, Ravens at New England. This is one where I know what I think the line should be, but I also think Belichick and everybody gets so much respect. Mm -hmm. I have uh, Ravens by three.
1: No. I had six, and I had six and a half.
0: Oh, um, there goes the respect idea.
1: Well, finally, they got a six and two versus two and five spread, right?
0: I mean, they have to, right? I think this game's a real problem for the Patriots. There's a certain type of team that they're just not going to be able to succeed against. And we saw it in that Niners game. Mm-hmm. You've seen in this game. These th- these powerful teams that can run the ball and different people, like they just don't have a front seven. They had multiple guys opt out. They don't have the kind of personnel that can hold this up. This is Buffalo finally realized that last week against them when they started running the ball because mm-hmm. they're running it for five and a half yards of carry. Yeah, I do like they don't, think, they don't uh, have linebacker
1: speed for Lamar. That this game's a problem. Well that's the thing, right? The Steelers can sucker Lamar into playing stupid, but he normally doesn't. He was 19 for 23 today. He's 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 mistake free when he's up against a de- defense that uh suits him well. And I think you're right. I think they fall into a bad trap. Like, this
0: feels like a tease.
1: Yeah. By the but way, today, another one to add to your list. I know you have who do we have for t- guys who betrayed Boston? You have Brady. You have uh, who else did well? Why, why can't I think of this?
0: I don't uh, know if Brady betrayed Boston, but that's well, just how you, you I feel know what right
1: I, the ones I'm thinking. Who's who's uh, hurt our feelings? Yeah, Mookie Betts. No, Mookie. There's no betrayal with Mookie. I'm, maybe I'm not saying it, but it's like, oh shit, this this is not the Red Boston year. It's like Brady, Mookie Betts. Uh, what's his name on the uh, Lakers? Real quick, Rondo. Rondo. Kyle Van Ooy. I'm adding him to the list. Oh, that's good. You that's fair. Him, he was a very right? good Patriot. I liked him. Yeah. Look at his look at his numbers the last three weeks. He's making a difference on that Miami. I meant to bring it up before.
0: It was the classic signing when somebody overpays for like a Belichick culture guy that usually doesn't work out. And in this case, it seemed like it worked out. Mm-hmm. And it was a very smart signing. So far, so good. All right,
1: I'm one down and I have, I could tie you here if I win this.
0: Interesting. Well, to- it's in, we're going to Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's Bears-Vikings. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to have the Vikings favorite in this game, but I couldn't do it. I did the Bears by one
1: and a half. All right, we tie. It, you should have had the Vikings favorite. I had them by two, and it's two and a half. Fucking A. I'm such a coward. <laughs> God, that's
0: nuts. They're favorite in Chicago. What a fucking fall from grace for the Bears.
1: They're awful. They're awful. Let's cross them off now. Let's, I, I'd like the three and five. Better That's than the five nuts. And
0: the Vikings are three and five. They're favored on the road on a Monday yeah. night game against a team that started out five and zero. Oh. How much shit. you got to
1: see of uh, Nick Foles, and there's nowhere to turn either. Oh, that David Montgomery is so bad too. So bad. Yeah, he's wasn't he a first round pick? Uh, was he first or early, early second? I don't know.
0: I had him last year in our in the fantasy league that I'm not in anymore, mm-hmm. and I was counting on him as like this rookie running back, and every time I watched him. He would run for two yards and get tackled.
1: Right. Yeah, that's it. He has uh, one or two or three yards and never, never anything more.
0: And no breakaway speed either. No. Wow, Vikings. That's crazy. So they could be four and five potentially.
1: We're gonna screw that up though, right? They're baiting us in the betting neck. I hate that we have to bet that game. Uh, he's a third round pick. He was seventy three overall.
0: Montgomery uh, was. Yeah, oh, okay. Montgomery. Yeah, uh, that, that's better. The Patriots have certainly screwed up enough of that. Feel better. Yeah. All right. It's time for Parent Corner, brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. Whether you're buying or selling, our friends at CarMax are on your side. With the seven day money back guarantee at CarMax, you've got a full week to decide if it's the right car for you or simply return it for a full refund, no questions asked. And if it's time to sell, stop by CarMax today to get a custom offer on your car. You can leave with payment in hand or take a week to think it over. It's car buying and car selling the way it should be at CarMax. Check them out today at carmax.com. Sal, you have the floor. All
1: right. Uh, so I want to watch this uh Steelers Cowboys game. And I didn't think it was gonna be a big deal because I'm like, the Steelers are just so much better. It'd be nice to cover. By the way, congratulations to the Cowboys covering for the first time in nine. Yeah, weeks. we forgot to congratulate yes. them. That's big. Good. One and eight against the house's team didn't cover. Or maybe yeah. they did. I don't know. They didn't cover. Your team didn't cover. They didn't play. Mine did. Um, So I'm going to watch it. And as I told you, my middle child has become a Steelers fan and it just drives me crazy. And uh, but I don't want to react because that's what happens in our house. As soon as you react negatively towards something, you get you get the jabber, get jabbed even harder because people uh, seize on it. And that's basically the culture that I've created around here. Uh, So I don't really react. But now Cowboys are playing the Steelers. And then my oldest son says, uh, Hey dad, uh, I got back together with my girlfriend and she's coming over um, to watch the Cowboys Steelers. I'm like, all right. Okay, fine. That's fine. Good for you. Glad you guys got back. And he's like, Oh, by the way, she's a Steelers fan. I'm like, Oh, Jesus. Oh, Archie. So you couldn't wait till Monday to get back together. Really? You got to get it. Okay. All right. They're back together. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, so she's kind of quiet. It's, it's okay. They'll go in another room and that'll be fine. And I'll watch in my office here. And, uh, he answers the door and she's wearing a number 19 Juju Smith Schuster Jersey. And she's like, are you ready for this? And I'm like, Oh no, no, what the hell? But then again, I'm like, all right, I don't really care. It's fine. Cause we're going to lose the game anyway. Archie's watching his girl for another room. My son's in the room. My middle kid's watching with me. And, uh, and he's very vocal every play, and so is she in the other room. Like my my son is like, if they get a three yard run and there's a holding call on the Steelers, he'll be like, no, no, no. I'm like, all right, I'm not dealing with this for four. This is early in the first quarter, and plus I'm yeah. seeing the uniform matchups and I'm getting nostalgic. I'm like, I yeah. want to win this game, and like you said, Garrett Gilbert, our State yeah. Farm uh, Surprise Athlete of the Week, he's playing well. I was like, damn it, <laughs> we can win. I'm like Jack, yeah, get the right. hell out of here! You watching another room, and they're watching another room, and I'm watching. And they're like screaming the whole time. I'm like, I got to go like on the treadmill. Like, God forbid, I don't want to. Last thing I want to do on a Sunday is exercise. But I got to get away from these people. Um, so I did, and I come back, and it comes down to the end, and of course they blow it. And the bad thing about them blowing it is I'm seeing it first. Uh, the last play, the the throw to the end zone that's incomplete. There, one of them's on a two second delay and one of them's on a four second delay. So I lost three times because I was like, Fuck! oh, God. And then I hear, yeah. And then three seconds later, and I'm like, everybody <laughs> out of this house, get out. So I don't know what happened. I'm nearing 50 years old, but I can't even watch my team in peace. And uh, that was my Cowboys Steelers viewing experience.
0: So she showed up with a
1: Juju jersey. Yeah. You answered the door and she said, are you ready for this? <laughs> she said it to Archie, but she knows I'm the fan and I'm looking over his shoulder. I'm like, no, I'm oh not ready God. for this. No one's ready for this.
0: Oh my God. That's that. <laughs> Come on,
1: Archie. I know. i should um, be embarrassed.
0: I drove to Arizona this weekend because my daughter had soccer. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about these trips in the past. Haven't had one of these trips for, I don't know, since March. We're yeah. going to... Uh, driving somewhere. This one was really something because it was, I don't know, it's like 400 miles from here. So obviously I had to try to get there as fast as possible. um, So stayed in a hotel, stayed at at an embassy suites, watched movies, got food. Saturday we went to Bianco's restaurant, just hung out, just some great dad-daughter time. She played today, drove back after Jimmy John's, um, stopped on the way there because she wanted the, uh, with the the turkey sub, the number, number, or the Italian sub, like the number seven, whatever, with the mm-hmm. chips, go fly all the way through. Normally in the parent corners, we complain about their kids. I got to say, it was great to spend the two days.
1: I really missed it. That's it? it? Re- yeah, that's, that's like- it. I don't even have a story. It was more... Um, no, 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 no. She was texting while you were talking to her. No, she was it wasn't chewing like gum. that. Well, you, you it was like a really good out, hang. Really? Our kids. Well, you must see this with Archie
0: too. Like our kids are like kind of adults now.
1: Yeah. So I when know. you
0: when you go away for the
1: weekend, it's it's you're not like it's not it it's not as much of a parent thing. It's more of a hang. Well, I know, but I hate adults too. So that's no, you got to do that. This is not how this works. You got to figure something bad out. Well, everybody was like, why why did why isn't your daughter ever on this? I don't
0: know. I just. <laughs> <laughs> it got me thinking about the whole COVID thing because we're in Arizona, yeah, where you only partially know that COVID's happening, right? You go into mm-hmm. a certain restaurants, like nobody has masks on. In the hotel, just somebody waiting to check in, they have no mask on. And you're yeah. kind of like, wait a second. throws you off. Yeah. Going from California to there, where, you know, we're at Starbucks, somebody just walks in, no mask, mm-hmm. getting coffee. They're two feet away. You got to move. Um, It's it's it. The election made a lot more sense after after the weekend, (laughs) but 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 uh, now it's, you know I don't think she'd had a soccer game that I'd been to since the beginning of March. Right before the it was the Sunday before Mm -hmm. the pandemic, so it was like almost eight months. Mm -hmm. Just I don't know. I've been watching her play soccer since she was four, and then we used to have these trips, and then they're just like gone. Right. So now we. And we were making COVID jokes the whole time. Obviously not a joke in matters since 250,000 people have died. But at the same time, we stop on the way there. We stop at a subway in, uh, you know, God knows where, Arizona. Mm. And same thing, two people walk in without masks. And we're like, wow, we might get COVID before we even get to Phoenix. Right, right. It's just kind of the lingering subplot. And you're in elevators in a hotel with face masks on and... You know, yeah, hey, you're the weird just, one
1: if we're having a mask on, right? Yeah, I know. Well, let me just tell you, you don't have to drive 600 miles to do that. You could drive f- six miles to Orange County, and you'll see the same kind of thing. I mean, it's it's very strange where where it divides. But.
0: Well, and then on the sidelines for the soccer game, like most people didn't have masks on, mm-hmm.
1: or they had them like kind of pulled
0: down so they could yell or whatever. And there were all these things about, hey, please respect whatever. People are just going to do whatever the fuck they yeah. want. I don't know how many people have to get it each day before the mass things becomes more important, but apparently we're just going to go for 500000 in that's a day, it. I guess is where we're heading. We're just going to um, break
1: records. Well, so yeah. that's it, huh? Car- All right, CarMax. No, no, good. no. no. I, 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 Bill, no, no, what I got, about you? I, I love my I kid. A, Sal, I like my kid. All right. No, I had that's an Car- ending Max. to this. Oh, it's, a, it's a nostalgic parent right. corner. Okay.
0: I started doing the math on the way home. Because she's 15 and a half, right? She's in 10th grade. Mm -hmm. So three years from now, her and Archie are going to be in college. No, come on. And then it was like when you were saying, I remember you said this when we moved to LA and we were were working for a Kimmel show. And I remember like my parents are coming out and you said to me, (laughs) this is the kind of shit you would say. Like, see, this is why I never got worked out in the office. You'd be like, hey, Simmons, did you ever think about how many more trips your parents would make here before they die and you'll never see them again. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, how many, like 30, what do you think? Like 33 more trips for your dad? I'm like, my dad's 60. What do you mean? My dad's going to die. And you're like, I did the math. I think my dad's going to make 28 more trips. (laughs) You didn't realize he was going to move out here. I know. That's the thing. As soon as you say it, they move towards you. Yeah. Right. And that's that. Yeah. So anyway, I was thinking in the car, I was like, this is, I probably have like 32 more trips left with my daughter, like soccer weekend trips or like 34. And then you die? And I just got, no, and then she goes to college. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, I right. mean, What if she goes to college in like the East Coast or something?
1: Right, that's true. it was a sad. lot. Think about all that driving. That's a lot. That is sad, though. I got to think I about d- it. I don't
0: know. Did well with that one. Not sure about Ben, but at least with Zoe, (laughs) Zoe
1: was a home run. Ben, Ben, will see. At least Ben's (laughs) girlfriend isn't rooting for the Lakers and watching it right in front of you. Ben, (laughs) Ben Ben was
0: with his grandparents today, and my wife's mother said to him, "Uh, you know Alex Trebek died," and she and Ben goes, "Yeah, no shit, Grandma. Like he never seen it. I think." And then Carrie got mad and he went to his room, and it's (laughs) like. So yeah, so I had
1: that going too. (laughs) He didn't even say what what is no shit. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyway. All right, that was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. Car buying, car selling, the way it should be. Check them out today at CarMax.com.
2: Hey, hey, my birdie buddies. Joe House here. The BS Podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. We have made it, my par-saving pals. To the final leg of the Fairway Rolando Leaderboard Invitational. All major season long, FanDuel has been tallying up your golf DFS scores and putting you on the series leaderboard. This week, be sure to enter the Fairway Rolando Leaderboard Series at FanDuel.com/slash Fairway Roland. If you finish at the top of the leaderboard, you are going to win the beautiful, one-of-a-kind inaugural fairway Rolando championship jacket, not to mention a lifetime of bragging rights. With this week's Daily Fantasy Contest, of course you're going to have a chance to win thousands of dollars in cash prizes, even if you're not in position to win the leaderboard series. It is Masters Week, and the jacket we have lined up for you is absolutely masters worthy. It is a beautiful dinner jacket bearing exactly what you would expect in terms of the ringer logo and all the accoutrement. And it will be tailored to fit your perfect frame, a perfect fit. Go to fanduel.com slash fairway rolling to enter the masters contest before it locks Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. That's fanduel.com slash Fairway rolling for
0: age and location restrictions apply. All right, before we go, House is back. Wanna talk about the election really quick. House is in DC when it was revealed yesterday that our next president would be Joseph Biden. What was what? Uh, DC what was DC like? So DC is uh an extremely left-leaning
2: um city by identity and it's been that way since its inception uh and there was a palpable buzz in the city accompanied by all the major thoroughfares cars driving up and down honking young people hanging out of the cars waving banners a great convening down at the black lives matter plaza Washington, D.C. is ready for the Trump family to relocate.
1: Hmm. South, <laughs> <laughs> same scene in Manhattan Beach or no? Uh, it was a little mix, <laughs> little mix in Manhattan Beach. I'm going to say, I will say you and I, though, actually all of us, we were sending the odds. We were a slave to the betting market when it came to this. And so going into the week, what was Biden like 220, 190? What was it like, went going into the week?
0: He he settled at about in the 175, right. minus one seventy five, minus one eighty right. range. And Trump was plus one sixty, then he was plus one fifty. And I started sending it to you guys because I was always of the opinion that that I didn't I didn't trust the polls. I think people lie on the polls. I I just don't trust them anymore. And I thought I just thought it was gonna be a toss up. And Trump started dropping. Yeah. And remember when he got to plus 140, I'm like, oh, my God, what we, should we try to buy the wind to save the country and just bet on Trump <laughs> and put our stink on him? And uh, and that night, and we were texting back and forth when the when the when all of a sudden Trump was favored.
1: It was about the same time as when Hillary took a dump, right? It was about seven o'clock our time, probably 10 o'clock your time, House. And that line went to minus 600 for Trump. Now, the polls were all wrong. They were almost all wrong to, to, yeah. for the states and for the, the margin, say, eight to 10 percent. It was never going to be that. It's not going to be that. But the one thing we did know is come Tuesday night, it was going to appear as if Donald Trump was going to win. He was going to have more votes. He was going to have the Electoral College. You know, he was going to be winning Pennsylvania and all these big states. So he should have been like minus 200 around there. Everyone panicked and bet up to minus 600. And by the way, they should have a gambling correspondent on hand. There was like over $550 billion bet on this. Like I know a lot of it was overseas, but between the trade markets and just like illegal gambling, there was a ton bet on this election. You know,
0: the the move was that should have been ESPN's counter-programming.
1: Yes. Because right. I
0: don't even know what they had. They were showing like figure skating or something. I was so fascinated by the betting markets, which is oh. hilarious and speaks to what degenerates the three of us are that the, basically the, the country, like God only knows what would have happened if the election had gone differently. But, um, the, the betting markets, I was saying house and I were talking before I was, when, uh, I was driving back. I, I felt like I understood most of this stuff. I don't think they did a good job of explaining that some States counted the mail-in ballots right away. And then right. other ones waited till after. Right. And it's like CNN, they're on fucking 24 hours a day. And they never really fully explained that to us. And even when Trump started to pull away in some of these states, and I, I had 45 minutes where I was like, oh, my God, this is this is a, this is going to be a disaster. Seemed and like then a they're like, well, moment. as you know, yeah. Pennsylvania counts it after. I'm like, no, I didn't know that. Well, you right. could have fucking told me before, you know, 11 o'clock on the East Coast. House, you had the same thing, right? You didn't understand Yeah, it, it,
2: I, I was really... Uh upset by the way that the information was delivered and the the lack of context, right? This is the most unique year in the history of, of the Republic in terms of counting votes and, and the, the circumstances under which votes were cast. And every state has its own unique uh, approach to it. And the state's legislatures had to enact laws in the last year to create a a mechanism to try and count votes in a fair way. And Tuesday night was not the night to be revealing results of of really anything other than the states that were locks, like California and New York. Those are going to be blue. Idaho is going to be red. Alabama is going to be red. Okay, that's fine. Go
0: ahead and color all those in. Yeah, there were eight states that mattered. They're they're pretending that... that biden had a chance in texas and florida ridiculous what's going on here it's like then we eventually find out oh we actually know what's going on here yeah that this was counted the way it was like he never had a chance in either of those i think the important thing to
1: take from this and we'll forget about it next election is that everybody is full of shit Uh, everybody honestly and you know george stephanopoulos was on my cousin on jimmy jimmy kimmel live and he's like yeah, I was getting texts from experts, people I trusted, and there was a lot of it was all wrong. It was all bad information and bad predictive stuff. And I'm I'm just as much to blame when it comes to sports gambling. If you listen to this podcast for years, or you watch me on Fox Bet Live, like I could be wrong and lose money five weeks in a row, and I'm screaming yeah. about how Kyla Murray is bad, and pe- someone, some idiot's going to believe me. But so I think the loudest person wins. The loud, you know, just. Take it all with a grain of salt. I mean, we went to bed. I went to bed like at 2.30. Biden was, uh, uh, Trump was minus 2.50. I woke up at 4.30. I sent you guys a text. Biden was minus 2.50. I was like, what the hell is going on? How does that flip? Wisconsin's won. Michigan's won. It's just amazing how how it all was so close. So So there's a
0: 45 minute stretch on Tuesday when all of a sudden it dropped to Trump even. And then it dropped to it jumped to Trump minus 150 and then all of a sudden it was like Trump minus 240 and we're all texting each other and we're like, oh my God what's happening as it turns out it's just they're moving the lines because people are just betting Trump they don't know any better they're just watching CNN like we are it gets all the way to minus 700 on some sites but yeah the the most normal ones had it at minus 600 for a little bit settled at minus 400. Uh My friend Horal Bob, who tweeted about how he was taking advantage of the disparity, I think it was plus two ninety. It stayed for a while, and a lot of smart people jumped in. And I don't even know how you bet like major money on on whatever sites. Yet it's international. On, you can't but, bet it domestically.
2: Yeah, Red, it's more trading. Exactly. Yeah, it's
0: it's like Betfair. so. Tra- so Biden was put. Yeah, he was like plus 290 for, I don't know, 45 minutes. And in that 45 minutes, people made a killing and it's going down as one of the most memorable gambling nights, I think, ever. On top yeah. of all the other stuff that happened where these wild swings that are based on nothing, mm-hmm. just people going, oh, it seems like Trump's going to win. I
1: better get in on this. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's the thing. It's all emotional betting, right? And even up to the election, it's emotional betting because all we have is access to poll numbers, which we now know and even knew four years ago were fraudulent. So it's all emotional betting until it settles in, and then you like, even then when we're like, oh, I don't even know if he's going to win Pennsylvania, and then you see Biden's minus twelve hundred to win Pennsylvania, but he's down forty thousand vote. Like, how is this? And then you kind of have to trust it when it settles. You just have to figure out when it actually settled, right?
0: I was. I'm now retroactively furious at CNN because they knew the whole time and they were like, we're all like crack addicts and they're just doling out little crack cubes to us to be like, coming up, we'll get some more votes from Georgia right after this. And then three days later you learn like, oh yeah, every, you know, they're counting all these votes by hand Every three hours it's like, hey, we have another 2000 votes. We're not gonna (laughs) learn anything about Georgia. Right, you know, in yeah. some of these states and CNN, their whole goal was just to, they just had John King up there just pointing at counties. I mean, he's great at his job, but uh, I do feel like I felt a little used and abused. Well, us. he and uh, Steve Kornacki, is that
2: the guy's name over on uh, MS? Yeah. Those two guys standing at,
0: at the board.
2: But your point is the right one. They, they definitely took advantage. You can't treat it in this horse race manner, and I hope that that is a, a, a takeaway four years from now. I mean, I understand that those are television networks in the business of making money by having commercials and having eyes on them, so they string it out as long as they can. But the point we're, 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 we're making here is that if you had dedicated the time and energy to understand the count, the timing of the count, and you know where uh, uh, population centers are blue and where they're red in the individual states that made a difference. You could have had an opinion to make a bet, and the betting markets had that opinion. The probabilities. This is why H. killed it. The probabilities market had Biden at seventy percent when he was, uh, uh, you know, on Tuesday night. The, the the way the news read, he was down in in you know. 40 states,
1: or whatever it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, it all, uh, by so by, you guys are saying they shouldn't have counted the votes.
0: <laughs> 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 by, uh, by
1: Thursday night,
0: we knew where it was going, and then it took until Friday and then Saturday morning. And, um, there's just, it's just nice to think of at least a couple years where we don't have to deal with somebody who, um, and I don't even care about the Republican Democrat thing. Just the effect that he had on everybody's psyche. I, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that in our lifetime, where it's like this same sensation of we all have a relative. It might even be one of our fathers mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving after a couple of drinks. And you're just like, oh, God, please don't. Don't say it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. Oh, no. Oh, I I see that look in your eye. This is oh no! Somebody's feelings are about to get hurt, <laughs> and this is what our country was like for four years with this yeah. lunatic. Well, if why don't and we just buy
2: everybody ends. a Four Seasons Landscaping Company sweatshirt, <laughs> and we'll it we'll all best. be fine.
1: That is the best. How I don't get that. End?
2: What is, what is a Four
1: Seasons Landscaping? You didn't see shirt? that? No. His last press conference. He was supposed to. Trump was supposed to have a press conference at eight thirty a.m. West Coast time. Um on Saturday? And on Saturday. CNN, MSNBC call call of the election at 8.15. I think they wanted to scoop him. He ends up not showing up at the press conference. It was at the Four Seasons Landscaping Company, right? They meant <laughs> to book it. The story is that they meant to book it at this Four Seasons, the real Four Seasons In hotel, Philadelphia. But they have it at this, in Philadelphia, but it's at this landscaping company by a freaking garden hose, and there's a pawn shop next to it, and Rudy Giuliani took it instead of Trump because he's like, Screw this! At this point, I'm not speaking. And it was just a collo- oh, you gotta you gotta look it up. That's an all-time once
0: Good. he was declared winner, I was out. I wasn't watching anything after <laughs> that. that. I enough. didn't see his speech last night. I mean, the irony is the Republicans are you know probably going to win these runoffs. Yeah. And yeah, nothing. Kind of Biden's first two years, he won't be able to do that much anyway. But it's not going to matter because all he has to do is what he did in that speech: just talk about hey. I'm here to be the president for everybody. I don't want us to be divided anymore. I just, can we go back to being good people again? Hey, like all he has to do is just do that and and stay on that message. And
1: I don't know, that sounds awesome. Yep, just cut the noise out, please, for a little bit. Um, (laughs) All right, House, thanks for (laughs) joining us. Thanks, fellas, always a pleasure. All right, Sal, what do you got to plug? The Extra Points Podcast, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, on the Extra Points Podcast Network. We got Against All Odds, Tuesday night, Fox Bet Live, uh, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern on FS1. I will be on that, and I'll do the Thursday night pregame show on Fox. A lot of Fox stuff going on. A lot of Fox stuff. You're
0: stepping it up with those Thursday bits.
1: I know. Thank you. I yeah. th- the pandemic, really, you know, you really had to... Well, I got to say, we, you get some um, celebrities in there who might normally say no to you, and you're like, hey, just give me 10 seconds on Zoom. I just need a soundbite. And they're like, uh, yeah, all right, I could do that. So I got Joel yeah, McHale with me in a couple of weeks and got something good this week, too.
0: So, as always, good job by you. Good job by you. That's it for the BS Pod. I am not on the rewatchables this week, but it's a great movie a classic. I handed it off. Get ready for that. And then I'll be back on this podcast on Tuesday. And by the way, book of basketball coming back on uh, Wednesday night, a whole new season. Very excited about it. So stay tuned for that. See you on this feed on Tuesday.